You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 770 CHQR. Wayne Nelson back with you on The Strong Room on 770 CHQR. We've been discussing the importance of family harmony in estate planning. My guest this morning, McMillan Estate Planning Legal Counsel, Henry Villanueva. Henry, just before the break, we started to discuss that marked divergence in personal wealth and resources. Basically, this is the difference between what a beneficiary was used to before their parents passed and the new reality after their parents have passed. Exactly. And it can be a significant uh, divergence. It can be from uh, spending $10,000 in uh, lifestyle one day and uh, spending significantly less than that when mom and dad passes. But this is something that children must be uh, accustomed to or must be uh, uh, introduced to so that they're able to prepare for this. And part of that preparation, I'm going to bet, means having a discussion, having some kind of communication so that the kids know what they're in for. Exactly. So we want to make sure that the kids are prepared for this and that the kids are also aware that, uh, quote unquote, mom and dad are going to spend it all or mom and dad are going to leave them something reasonable for them to work around with. Or mom and dad are going to set aside part of it for whatever interests they may have, whether it might be charitable donations. And you kids, you're going to get a small portion and uh, hello, welcome to the new reality. Exactly. Uh, Most often than not, what we uh, do with parents is parents wants to teach them a lesson and we uh, stagger the distribution among the children in such a way that uh, they might receive one third of their inheritance upon mom and dad's death, another one third after three years upon mom's dad's anniversary of their passing and the balance after six years of the anniversary of their passing. And this is done in such a way that the kids will receive a big chunk in the beginning, but should they choose to blow it all right away, then they will have to wait for a while. How often does that happen when you have that staggered amount? And and are those uh, time periods that you mentioned, are those fairly consistent or can it vary with the individual? It usually varies, but this staggering of estate distribution is, is being more and more common. Uh, most specifically, it becomes uh, more relevant for families with younger children. Let's say if their children are in their early 20s, uh, mom and dad don't actually want them to receive a huge chunk of money right away at such a young age because of the fear that they might blow it all. However, mom and dad are also mindful that they still want to give a big chunk of money to them in the event they would like to maybe start up a new business on their own or start um, with more advanced schooling, such as uh, master's or doctorate degrees. Now, when you're having this kind of a, an arrangement, Henry, who looks after the trust? Is there, well, I, I presume there would be a trustee, but an administrator of that trust would then be the go-to person for the beneficiaries. There is. So we bring up quite a couple of suggestions to the family. And uh, the first suggestion is, of course, if they have someone in the family group itself who they trust this uh, role onto. So if there is a a sibling, a brother or an aunt or uncle, or maybe the children themselves are able to do this role, then we give them the first priority or honor 
Also, uh, Macmillan has fulfilled this role for a couple of families as well. If the family has uh, not enough um, resources or family members who are able to step up. And again, communication is so very important. Uh, When you're having these uh, estate plans, bring the children, bring the beneficiaries in, let them know what's going on, what's going to be happening so that they can prepare as well. You know, they're going to all of a sudden realize, hey, the rubber hits the road. I'm not going to be living this uh, lifestyle anymore. Mm -hmm. The expectations need to be set out at the very beginning so that they can be managed appropriately, especially during the estate planning process. Now that brings us to what ifs. What if there isn't that communication? What if there is that complex relationship with the parents? It might be a a love-hate relationship. Maybe the kids have distanced themselves or the parents have distanced themselves from their children. There's a whole realm of of, uh, possibilities here that can affect estate plans. That's true. Complex relationships between uh, the parents and uh, the child group are a very important factor to consider in estate planning. And the reality is we have quite a couple of case studies where um, children are estranged or parents are estranged. There may be blended families where uh, the, the children of the mom are not in the very best terms as with the children of the dad. And uh, if you put in adopted children into the mix, that makes it even more complex. Okay, so what's important in these complex relationships is we have a discussion with the parents uh, in regard to uh, risk of litigation first. We want to make sure that the parents are aware that should they choose to disinherit or not provide any specific legacy or inheritance to uh, a child or some children, there may be some risks of future litigation where the kids may demand a certain entitlement. Okay, we don't tell them that this will happen. This there is a likelihood for this to happen. There may or may not be an entitlement by the kids, depending on their uh, dependency claim. But again, this is a reality, and we want the parents to know that this is and may be a risk. Is it recommended, Henry, that when parents are considering the dispersal of their estate after they've passed, that the children be left equal shares? That's a very big debate in Macmillan, and uh, we always go by the saying that um, equal doesn't necessarily mean fair, and fair doesn't necessarily mean an equal distribution. Uh, Here in Alberta and in Canada, we have the right to give our estate to whoever or in whatsoever amount we choose. We have that freedom, and it must be celebrated. However, what we also need to consider is um, not just the exercise of that freedom to give, but also the repercussions and how that would affect the family after we've made that decision. If we choose to not give to a specific child, think about how that child will feel in the future and will the child and family understand the reasons for you specifically disinheriting that child. Again, it comes down to communication. So if the parents and their children in this complex relationship that can be a, a love-hate or a, uh, an estranged situation, what's the recommendation? Should they be bringing in some kind of counselors ahead of time to help them get over this, this hurdle? Mm-hmm. Um, by being able to uh, talk freely about this and share Uh, the family dynamic with, for example, us as estate planners, this is in a way therapeutic to the family. Mom and dad, by being able to share their situation and the family dynamic, 
feel at ease that this is something not only they are facing, but other families are facing as well. So a person that is a little bit more rigid in their thinking, a little more close-minded, is probably going to have a little bit more difficulty coming to terms with uh, a fair or uh, equitable estate plan for their kids. Mm-hmm. First of all, there must be acceptance on what the reality is now as far as the family and the kids. There must be acceptance on what they can change and what they cannot change. If it's a, an addiction problem, mental disorder problem, or a wealth and uh, money matter problem, there must be acceptance first. And then it takes a lot of planning. And as what you have said, Wayne, communication is a vital component to the successful planning process. Final thoughts, Henry, before we wrap it up today. It takes a lot of courage for uh, mom and dad to speak about their challenges with children having addiction problems or gambling or being a spendthrift. But again, these are issues that need to be talked about so we can plan for them appropriately. Do you bring the entire family into one room and kind of hash it out? (laughs) That's something I would like to do. And we actually do do that toward the end of the planning. But in the early planning process, we have a discussion just with mom and dad because they're our primary concern. All right. My guest today has been Macmillan Estate Planning Legal Counsel Henry Villanueva. And we've been discussing the importance of family harmony in successful estate planning. If you'd like to know more, the Macmillan team will be in Calgary on Thursday, May 23rd at 6.30 p.m. And in Edmonton on Tuesday, May 28th at 6 p.m. to talk with you about estate or life planning. You can contact Macmillan Estate Planning at 403-266-6464 during weekday business hours or visit their website at mcmillanestate.com. I'm Wayne Nelson. Thanks for joining us on The Strong Room on 770 CHQR.